You wanna make your first 100K, so I'm gonna tell you how I did it and how you can do it. Three-step formula. First is automation. Get the hell out of the way and let the market and system carry you to the promised land. Let's start at the very beginning. This is before the money is in your account and is with your employer, or if you're self-employed and paying yourself a salary, then this is before you pay yourself. First, if you haven't been reviewing your pay stubs, you need to start doing that to ensure the correct amount has automatically been deposited into your account. I was very diligent with this over the years and surely it saved me a lot of money because there are some errors that occur. Next, if your employer offers a matching program, you need to look into this. This is when a company sets up a registered retirement plan that provides you with a source of income during your retirement. Under these plans, you and your employer or just your employer regularly contributes money to the plan. When you retire, you will receive income from the plan and that's just how it works. So what does this mean? Well, if the company says that they will match up to 5% of my salary and let's say 5% of my paycheck is $50, they'll deduct $50 and then put an additional $50 into my account, effectively leaving me with $100 in my account. That's an instant 100% return plus the compound interest of the investments that you select. So hopefully you know, it's an index fund or something smart and you know, it's an absolute no brainer because you get that 100% return plus the compound. Now, before I was self-employed, I had two retirement accounts my company provided and I was taking full advantage of those benefits. If you don't have these accounts, well, now you know to check for that for future jobs and now you know how valuable those plans can be. Next, if you don't have one already, create a standard cash cushion in your checking account so that this automation machine we are talking about doesn't end up actually hurting you and you overdraw. I'd say anywhere from 500 to 1,000 bucks is a good idea, but you could do a little more if you'd like. Now, this is not an emergency fund. This is just a minimum balance of sorts that you should always have in there so that your account can never go into the negative due to a lack of cash. The next step of automation is to pay yourself first. Well, technically you've already paid yourself first if you got money deducted by your employer for your plan, but we need to pay ourselves more here. Now, if you want to know how to get started with investing, you can check out this video here, but all paying yourself first really means is automatically setting up deductions for investments and savings. Almost all banks and investment brokerages have automatic functions where you can set up deductions from your main account to go into your savings, which should be separate accounts as well as your investment accounts. So make sure to check in with the specific platform you're using to establish the logistics around it. Now, how much you choose to save or invest Invest depends on your goals. A great place to start is to make this portion at least 20% of your take home pay and then grow it from there. If that sounds like a lot, I totally understand. Start smaller, maybe five, even 1% and then work your way up. Now it may seem daunting, but studies have shown that people are much better investors when they consistently buy into the market automatically, as opposed to trying to speculate and pick and choose when you buy in. Just set up a monthly amount and let it constantly be dumped into the market. Next is to automate your debt repayment. So this can be student loans, mortgage, really any debt that you need to pay off. Select the amounts you wish to pay and then go from there. Now, some would say you shouldn't start off with investing until you pay off all your debt. To that, I say kind of. If it's high interest debt, like credit cards, personal loans, then yeah, you should probably throw every penny at that before investing. Typically from the ground up, the basic sort of order is to establish a small emergency fund first, then you pay off the high interest debt, then you build up your emergency fund further, then you invest while paying off lower interest debt like student loans and mortgages. Some would say pay off all the debt, but I'm saying you could balance that if it's lower interest. So again, this is up to your circumstances, but I think you should start investing at least a little bit once your high interest debt is taken care of. Next, it's time to literally automate every single bill you have. Make sure that you have negotiated them down and have them as tight and as small and inexpensive as possible before automating it, because it is easy to kind of get caught in that cycle of it's automated, but they're just 
you know, charging you way too much. So make sure that it's nice, good amounts. You're monitoring it, you're overseeing it, uh, but it is automated. So you don't have to think, and it really helps out your credit that way. So now that you've automated all the super important stuff, you'll still have some variable expenses in here, like food, gas, hair care stuff, etc. Now, a quick note, if you work out that you don't have any money left for the stuff, then go back and rework your numbers to fix that because you still need to live and not only live, but enjoy yourself along the way. So assuming you have a surplus, here is where you flesh out what you would like to allocate to what. Now, some people don't even do that. They just automate literally everything and spend whatever's left over and oftentimes find that there's enough guilt-free money left over that they can just spend. For me, I like to have at least some parameters around the different buckets in my variable expenses, but I'll leave that up to you. Now, the last portion of automating your finances I want to note is that you should periodically look to adjust the amounts that are being deducted for investments, debt payments, etc., based on your goals. Ideally, you want to be increasing your investment contributions and if you'd like, your debt repayments as well. I suggest reviewing it at least monthly as a gut check to keep you in line with your goals. Now, the next part of this master formula is maximization. You have to maximize the hell out of your income. You can only save so much money, but your income potential is uncapped. That means that after you sort out these baseline things of automating and cleaning up your finances, all of your effort should be focused on making more money and how you can go and make more money. Now ask yourself right now, am I happy with the money that I'm making at my job? And yes, of course, everyone could use a couple extra bucks and yes, you're grateful for what you have, right? But truly, do you feel like you are good and you're on a path to making exponentially more money at your current job or whatever it is that you're doing. If the answer is anything but an absolute resounding yes, then it is time to start looking for that new job or that new role or that new whatever that is going to increase the heck out of your income. The traditional model of staying at a company for years is gone. Job hopping is how you're going to make the most bread if you're working a job. You can get up into the several hundred thousand in terms of compensation with effective career advancement and hustle looking for future opportunities. Start asking around, start tapping your network and start taking 30 minutes a night, let's say, to review new roles and look at what's out there. Start going to local networking events for your industry to start building more of a name for yourself. You can also go to LinkedIn, look up people that work at some of the companies that you would like to work for and start to reach out and have coffee chats and just get to business, man. Hit the pavement, you know? The best way to land a new higher paying role is probably going to come from referrals. In a lot of cases, that's how you skip the line is with the referral. If you keep at that consistently, you are bound eventually to land a few interviews and eventually hopefully a better high paying job. Now, if you're running a business for yourself, that's obviously a bit different and growing your business further will lead to those jumps. But what if you don't have one, but you're looking for other ways to supplement your job's income? Freelancing or starting a side hustle can also be a great way to increase your income and start a little side business. If you have rare and specialized skills from your job, maybe it's time to start doing some side projects or consulting to bring in some extra dollars. Use your skills and expertise to offer services to create products or create services that others need. Platforms like Upwork, Fiverr, Etsy make it easy to get started. And if you want more businesses, you could start quickly to supplement your income. Check out this video here. So once you figure out how to clean and automate your finances, increase your income significantly, and the last step is reinvestment. Now, I tend to think there's two main types of investments you can be making with your income. Short-term investments in yourself and long-term investments into assets. Your shorter-term investments can be into your business or your side hustle or the thing that you're going to start on the side while you're making all this money at this company. For me, that would be getting new equipment, building out my team by hiring new folks, and ultimately making moves that will help me earn more from my business. This can also be investments in your skill set. So this could be taking courses, consulting calls, attending conferences, really anything that is 
going to sharpen your tools. With a sharpened skill set, it will help you earn more money in your career, whether it's business or a more traditional career for the more immediate term. Now, longer term investments into assets tend to have their benefits realized over decades. So I'm really not a short term investment kind of guy or like quick flip or day trading or anything like that. I'm really oriented in the long term and I think that's where like the most value is. Now, of course, the shorter term investments we talked about previously will compound and benefit you long term. But with this section, I'm more so talking about the wonder of compound interest. This is things like broad market index funds and exchange traded funds. And if you want to learn more on how to get started and how to invest with that kind of stuff, you can check out the video here. But some other examples could be real estate, blue chip stocks, and even alternative assets like art. Now, you will not get an immediate substantial benefit or cash flow from these assets unless you stake a bunch of cash or invest a bunch of cash up front. But over time, it is very likely that you're going to be fairly successful at building an immense amount of wealth if you consistently buy and hold into long-term strong assets. So which one should you be investing in more? The short-term, the business, the getting that career stuff going, or the long-term asset? That's really going to depend on what you want and your goals. For me, I think a good baseline goal could be to max out your work retirement accounts if you have them. Try to make monthly contributions to your TFSA or Roth IRA if you're in the United States, as well as your RSP or 401k again, if you're in the United States and invest every other dollar back into things that will make you more money, as Alex Ramosi always says. This could look like you investing $500 or $1,000 a month in the market, automated, of course, so you are investing no matter what, and the rest is going into yourself or your business or ways that are going to make you more money so that you can invest back into yourself and then back into these assets and you're just like, throwing money everywhere. That way you're going to get a prudent mix of building longer term wealth while also making strides towards increasing your income. Now, some choose to go all in on themselves, meaning they pour money into their business endeavors and maximize their shot at making much more money way quicker. And while that's not a terrible idea, I do think that having some money put away for the long term on top of such a strategy does make some sense. Automate, maximize, reinvest. If you can do those three things over and over and over, I have a lot of confidence that you will get to your first 100k fairly soon and if you want to learn one of the best long-term investing strategies click this video here and i'll see you in the next one